Fuck it, let's turn it on for a bit, just to warm up the caboose. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. It's really nice talking to you, Rafi. I feel like there's so much to catch up on. But first, let's talk about what we're going to talk about tonight. The Monday episode, Allison tackles the big questions. And the Thursday episode, Jordan's hugs, possible intruders, Allison's crackling. Before we do shout outs, let's catch up. I You had a big weekend. It was Memorial Day weekend, but you also had a visitor. It wasn't Aunt Flo. So tell me how your weekend was with Superfan Megan. Well, Megan uh, showed up. Saturday morning and that was the day of the live stream so we hit up the grocery store got some snacks and and some booze and headed straight back home to watch as a group me Rachel and Megan uh the live stream and that was a lot of fun I know Megan enjoyed it then we went and showed her Colorado we took her first uh we took her like to some hipstery trendy places downtown and we got pretty schlizzard over there and then Sunday, we had planned to go uh, to the Royal Gorge Bridge, but instead we were all hungover and tired, so we just took her to Boulder so she could see a mountain. And uh, I took some cool pictures of her sitting very high up and on the edge of a rock, which I was very worried she was going to die. Oh my gosh. Uh, sh- she didn't. And then it like overlooks, you know, like you can see, it's a great view. I hope she can post the pictures that I took of her. And then we uh, also hit up Boulder, like they had a festival in their little downtown and we went to some tea place, which is not my jam, but whatever. Not your cup of tea? Not my <laughs> cup of tea. Yeah. And then <laughs> Monday uh, was the Hyam concert. So we, we took her all over. Like, I think she got a little bit of everything that Colorado has to offer. Like when she landed, she said, it's hotter here than it is in LA. <laughs> and then we showed her Boulder. The weather was pretty much perfect. And then when we went to Red Rocks, it like started raining and then hailing. Whoa. And then it cleared up and then it was like windy, but it was still fine for the concert and whatnot. So, I think she got like a little, like a good taste of Colorado, but apparently she's not going to be moving here, which is fine. Ah, I was going to ask, okay, so did you talk her into moving to Colorado? Sounds like not. No, but she did say, uh, so I took her to the, if you don't know Red Rocks Amphitheater, look it up on uh, Google Images or whatever. It's like a, it's kind of like, I don't know, a great place to see a concert and you can hike up all the way to the top and get an amazing view and she said yeah this beats the hell out of anything that la has but still well, no no moving she does just need to get out of la because we have all of those things too <laughs> jk i mean well i mean we do but i'm, I'm not I mean, trying ours are to better but you guys have all that stuff also well, like there are mountains and well snow you need to go shit. to the sierras and check it out because that is the shit i mean the donner party couldn't be wrong somebody's laughing <laughs> out there <laughs> so Two things. I saw, I think I saw the picture of Boulder on Instagram. Rachel posted it. It 
it is a beautiful, beautiful view. That might be the only thing, actually, not two things, but that's, oh, yes. Who has a concert on a Monday night? That makes me mad. <laughs> you know, it was Memorial Day, uh, so okay. people had the day off. Was it daytime and, show? Uh, no, it oh, they okay. started like at seven or eight. Ugh. God, you have all weekend, Memorial Day weekend by Monday. You're like, I'm not drinking anymore. Uh, I need to go to bed early. But I guess you guys probably powered through to make it to see the show. Was yeah. It, was the show awesome? Oh, it was my favorite Haim show that I've been to uh, of the four that I've been to. Uh, but yeah, we, we went real heavy on Saturday and then we took it very light on Sunday. So we were ready to get back into it a bit <laughs> on Monday. But I only probably had three or four drinks that day. So not too crazy. I'm super jealous that you guys all watched the Patreon live stream together. That is really fun to do. I know Becky and I did that uh, one time when she was out here. It was, it's just, it adds to the experience to be with other Allison people and be on there. Be, I don't know. It, it, I think that adds to it. That sounds fun. It was also a very good live stream. As much as I love her having guests on, I think it's better when it's just her and Daniel or just her. I mean, you know, Daniel, of course. Because it do, it feels like you're chatting with her when she has Jenna on or Greg on She's talking with them. So we're just kind of onlookers, I guess. It's almost like a live episode, really. Yeah. I thought it was a great Patreon live stream. And also we got a great Patreon bonus episode with Daniel. So if you're not a patron and you're listening to this, you're like I've said before, you're fucking up. Yeah. The bonus episode with Daniel. I'm halfway through it. But if you want to hear Allison lose her mind <laughs> trying to think of a millennial name you're gonna hear it <laughs> uh how was your memorial day weekend you know what thank you so much for asking the neighbors we all got together and had a big potluck barbecue and it was so much fun it's so nice when we have a couple of duds in the neighborhood and they're not really in the inner circle as much anymore to i mean they'll see us partying and they'll come over but they were out of town or if they're home, then we have to invite them. But they have a, one of them has a second house. Actually, both of them. Sorry. They both have two houses. So their second house is in Bullhead City. And is that Arizona or something? Bullshit. So they were gone. And it's so much more peaceful when they're not around because they're just, they cause a little bit of drama. There's inappropriateness. There's just whatever. But much like Allison was asked over to her neighbors memorial day barbecue we asked our we have new neighbors two police officers and we invited them to our memorial day barbecue and i was just like well i'm not gonna not act like me because that's not who i am <laughs> so this is gonna be interesting like let's see if they fit in because we're all i mean you know how i am i'm a lot to take <laughs> a lot of times i say things that are probably a little too much for people but they were fucking awesome. They were so much fun. And they brought over one of, they have four dogs. They brought over one of their German shepherds. They're just running around the party. And it was like as big as a bear, but it just came right into the house. We're like, holy shit, what's this? But they totally fit in. And it's like, oh, it's, it's so nice to know your neighbors. And if one of them had had a period issue, it would have been better for them just to be like, hey, I'm having a female issue. I'd be like, I'm going to, I'll take you to my house and we'll handle it. I'll give you something or whatever. I'll take care of the problem. Yeah, but having police officers in the neighborhood, uh, pretty good. Especially they swore more than I did. 
I do. Yeah, I think if some cops moved into my neighborhood, I would have sent them an invite. <laughs> an invitation. Number one, they were awesome. Number two, it's two ladies. So uh, <laughs> uh, you almost won me over with the lady part, but they're still cops, and I can't get past that. <laughs> oh, they were just like super cool, and like all of us ladies were all like, you know, we always try to make the new people feel comfortable and like get to know them. So it's nice when it's receptive and they're just, you know, they're very open and it was cool. It was just really cool to meet new people and they were really nice. So it was another great Memorial Day. Like nothing. Oh, also our one of our neighbors said, hey, let's have like a, a drink making contest. So like everyone brings like cut, tries to make up a new drink and bring it and we'll all taste it and like see who the winner is so we had like so we started this thing at like 3 p.m and i don't know how i maintained i didn't have a hangover nothing but we had like eight different pitchers of like drinks what tequila vodka whiskey beer whatever and it was just like i don't know how i maintained but i did and that was a lot of fun okay next time that we are all together for a bff thing at your house we have to do this because i have a drink really it's called it's called Kermit the Frog on Acid, <laughs> and it's delicious. Okay. Are, we had all of them were delicious, except for one, and I felt really bad. <laughs> so uh, it was like, uh, what did he put in it? It was horrendous. It was Kool-Aid, and but he made artwork for it. So he put like this sign in front of it, and he drew this whole like scene that says, aren't you glad I didn't say banana? And it has like an orange and a banana, and the banana had like a hidden little like boner. <laughs> So, and then he had like a cup of Skittles. So you put Skittles in the drink, but it was like Kool-Aid and orange Budweiser. Is that a new thing? Mm. Budweiser orange or something and something else. And it was like, oh, this is not good. I felt so bad for him, but, but he got an A for effort and making the, the artwork. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Next time you're here, we're totally doing that. I think that'd be a really fun thing to do. On that note, do you have any shout outs? I do have shout outs. Uh, first, Brittany, I miss you. I love you. I hope to see you this summer. Also, Paul, for always listening and retweeting and just being you. To Michelle Smith, I gave you a shout out last week and I said that you're one of the top listeners along with Mika. And she said the reason why <laughs> is because she'll put it on to go to sleep and like, so it just runs through all of them. But I'm like, hey, I listen to, to podcasts to go to sleep and they're not like my least favorite one so i'll just take that as a compliment i think that's awesome so michelle if you're trying to go to sleep right now should we play some like lullabies or what <laughs> Also, Bruised by Don, of course. He's always retweeting, or he seems like he's the first person to listen. And also, Kara, she feels pain that I don't wear the right size bra and she reached out to me and I feel like I'm I'm gonna see the light. I need to I need to feel like I'm floating on a cloud or I forgot what she said that it felt like wearing the right size bra, but it sounds uh like heaven. So I'm gonna take her up on that. And I think that's all of my shout outs. Do you have any shout outs, little Rafi? Boy, do I. First of all, shout out to Megan for coming all this way. 
shout out to Pusha T for making me uh, care about something in rap music for the first time in a long time. Shout out to Michelle and Mika for being the top listeners, whichever, you know, doesn't matter if you're awake or asleep. It's, you know, those plays count and that's that's all I care about. Shout out to Scott, our number one fan. Whoop, whoop. By the way, and- that was a great interview. He was perfect. He needs to be on the show. Yeah, we should definitely get him. School's out now, right? He uh, he should be available. And then shout out to everyone that I'm always seeing in the Facebook group that keep it going, like Claire. Um, I'm always seeing Jamie and uh, forget. I'm terrible with names, but I know like people pop up every now and then. Obviously, Tim is in there now, right? And uh, yeah, everyone in the Facebook group, they're awesome. And I love when... There's just conversations going on, and they're always mentioning things that I don't even know are going on. So they they all they're all very vigilant, and they put me onto things that I didn't know were going on. So shout out to all of them. Yes, I feel like Leanne Kelly. I'm trying to think of like the ones that are always posting things. I think even like Becky, but there are some new names too that are just kind of chiming in, and I and I hope that we get to talk to them at some point. One thing that you didn't know and I didn't mention is on SoundCloud, there are actually top three listeners and you're one of them. <laughs> oh, am I really the third? You're the second. <laughs> it oh, goes, oh, shit. <laughs> it goes Mika, you, and then Michelle. I'm pretty sure. Unless I have them switch, but I don't think so. But I yes. didn't mention it before because I'm like, ah, eh, you know, a lot of times I listen. I don't know if I change, you know, the numbers for anything, so... Uh, I listen because I want to make sure that I didn't fuck something up in the edit. And also because usually I'm out of podcasts by the time ours comes out. So, you know, it's like the end of the week. I don't have any that come out on the weekend. So, like, I'm usually done with podcasts. And I got to listen to something. That should be our tagline. You know, also I want to shout out to anybody that's listening that I don't. Maybe we don't know their name or they're not on Twitter or Facebook. Just the fact that you're listening and that we're in your ears. I think that makes it so much more fun, including you, Toby. Before we talk about Monday, we have an announcement from Ray Morgan regarding the Allison Rosen quiz where you can win a signed copy of her book. So I'll play it now. Hey, everyone. Ray Morgan here. And this is the rules for the Allison Rosen mega quiz. One, this is a trivia contest in four parts. I'll be giving parts one and two soon and three and four sometime after that on the BFF fan cast. I will cross post the questions on the BFF Facebook page as well. Each part will be four or five questions and a multi-part question at the end. There is no entry fee to play. It's open to all comers. The prize will be shipped anywhere on the planet with a valid address via USPS. I will be posting a scoreboard on the Facebook BFF FanCast page. Uh, The deadline for entries will be midnight, June 24th, 2018. I may stretch that out. We'll see. The winner will be announced sometime after that. If you have an autograph book already, you're welcome to play, but ineligible for the prize. I will leave you all on the honor system. I trust y'all. The best way to submit your answers is via email to raymorgan at prodigy.net. That's raymorgan, one word, at prodigy, P-R-O-D-I-G-Y dot net. You can also DM me if you'd like. All decisions by the Quizmaster, 
me are final. Have fun and good luck. The Allison Rosen Mega Quiz, Part 1, The Early Years. Question 1. How old was Allison when she moved from Oakland? Question 2. What mall store did, quote, Allie Michelle get on a mailing list with? Question 3. What movie did Allison see before she lost her virginity? Question 4. Allison graduated Pomona College with a degree in what? Question 5. Allison wanted what cute pet whose photo is featured in the Guinness Book of World Records? Wow, I'm excited. I can't wait to hear who wins this. Thank you, Ray. All right, let's talk about Monday. Allison did another solo show for the second week in a row. And I didn't see her ask for any questions on Twitter, so I didn't get in on this, but I, not that I needed to, but I just thought she was going to maybe t- use questions that she didn't uh, address last time. We all kind of were talking on the Facebook group about if we would like more of her so- solo shows or if it should be once a month. And I do feel like not instead of the Monday show, maybe once a month instead of the Monday show, but not really. I think an additional show. I mean, instead of doing Instagram stories or something, she could just sit and like, like the last one, she had that live, she went live on Instagram, which I didn't even know until I read the Facebook group. Thanks to everyone on there. I think Jen and something like that, how she did with Daniel back in the day when it was like she had a third episode and she kind of did a recap of the week. She could do a third episode where it's, I'm just taking your questions or I'm going to do a gal chat episode. This It could just be whatever she wants it to be for that third episode. So she doesn't have to be stuck in a format. It could be just what she's feeling that she wants to do that week. Does that make sense? How do you feel about the solo shows? So I, I do want to clarify that when I said last week that she, I would like her to do a good idea would be to like alternate one month she could do and ask me anything and the next month she could do a gal chat so me and megan were talking about this and so i don't want an hour and a half of period talk i just meant <laughs> it would be fun if for thursday she could have all female guests ah right yeah i don't think i mean allison could probably do it but i don't think she can you know just do an hour and a half of nothing but you know bra and period and makeup talk but yeah the the solo shows i don't know if two in a row is what i was really hoping for but it worked out i mean i think it was a decent episode it was a decent episode is exactly how i would describe it she's always great and she's able to talk about anything and make it interesting i think my only issue was there were a lot of repeat stories and not necessarily like she can't talk about where jamos came from but i feel like a lot of things were things that have been recent that she's talked about or that she talks about often so some of the questions i thought well maybe these people are new but then the people that say that they've been listening to her for a long time asked a question as if they haven't been listening for a long time so That was the only thing for me where I thought, well, there's a lot of repetition on this episode. So I like last week's better, but I do like being able to ask her questions. And of course, I think of so many more after I listen. And then, of course, I forget and I never write them down. So um, but she started out the show talking about choosing lightness and being present. And I feel like it's something that all of us humans are trying to balance with anything and especially with our phones now it's like it's really hard to be present where you're at and i think when you're a parent especially of someone that's young actually of any age really because i want to be a good role model for my kids but i'm probably on my phone more than i should and i'm not on my phone as much as a lot of people but 
that doesn't make any difference. Like when, when one of them comes into the room, the only time I say, hold on a second is if I'm in the middle of like an email or something, but that would be like yesteryear going into your dad's office while he's trying to like write out some uh, correspondence. You know what I mean? It's like it, it, you do everything with your phone now. So some of it is just fucking around and some of it you need to be doing. So if I'm talking to one of their teachers and I'm trying to like make a thought out, I feel bad for saying, hold on a second. I'm trying to do something to them. All they see is me on my phone. So you have to try and be a better role model and show what you want in them. And my son just got a phone for his birthday and he's very good about it. We have rules about it. We don't bring our phones to the table. That's That was just something we never did anyway. So you don't bring it out to dinner. We, we don't do that. That's that's not part of our, that's not going to be our existence. But I think that Allison, to be present, needs to put her phone somewhere and have like a time out from her phone because she even admits that she's addicted to it. So it is a hard balance, though, when you're so used to doing that. And kids have one childhood and if you waste your time doing stuff all the time then you miss it and you're going to feel bad and you can never get it back so those are always the things that are in my head as far as being a parent but a lot of times I'm fucking around in my own time where I'm like I could be doing something productive and I'm doing nothing right now so I don't know what what do you think about that I you know I deleted certain apps from my phone to try to be off of it more but now I think that I just go between the apps that I do still have more often. So at first I think it was working, but now I don't know. So I might have to change up some things. And every, like yesterday, I unfollowed some people on Instagram. Like I try to Ooh, every now and then. Doesn't that feel good? <laughs> it does, but that's, I think it's because I like clearing things out anyway. But on the topic of choose lightness, I think that was a, a good way to think about it. I think sometimes I try to be positive but I think my heart and soul are just like choose darkness and then or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's my brain. But uh, either way, it's like it's it's so hard, you know, it is especially I feel like I put out I try and put out lightness as far as I try and be positive with my kids and I try and be positive whenever I'm doing anything with friends or whatever it is. But on the inside, I feel like I don't deserve any of that. So then I'm like hard on myself. And I think I'm sure we all do that from from one extent to another. But it, it is it's ho it's hard when you have to say you have to choose lightness. I wish that it was just more natural <laughs> to just accept it. And it's just the way of life. But yeah, I don't know. It's funny because she started both shows on really deep subjects and last week I didn't talk about the school shooting stuff because I was just like, oh, God, I don't want to start the show out like that. It's something I fucking think about every single day of my life that I take the kids to school and it's it's scary. And this is like another thing where it's like, ah, but I like that she talks about these things. So when Megan was here, she wanted to see she I think she brought up the movie theater uh, shooting. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, I used to live down the street from it. Should I drive you by so you can see it and she was like yeah let's go <laughs> and we drove by and she's like ah, it's creepy i don't want to i don't want to be here and i was we were just driving by but you know i showed her like oh this is the theater and like we just kept going straight and i was like and this is where i used to live like it was like right down the street and he used to live uh on my block not like not at the same time but when i was a kid the street i grew up on was down the street like three apartment buildings down was the apartment building that that guy lived in uh, when he did the shooting and he like booby trapped his apartment and then also on memorial day we were in littleton and we were like do you want to go to columbine which oh sounds God. 
fucked up, but she was like, okay, let's go. And so we drove by the high school because I've never been there. And we went to the actual memorial park that they have. They have like a park behind their high school. And it's a really cool big park. And they have a big memorial for the Columbine victims. And so we went there. And it was actually really touching reading these things. It was like quotes from students and parents. And it, it was... uh yeah, it was it was an interesting experience. I've never done that before, but um yeah, it was also slightly morbid, but Yes, and how depressing to go to school there and see that all the time. But I think it's nice to go out there and that they have that. But I feel I feel like is every school going to have a memorial zone after at a certain point? I mean, I was sharing this with Megan at the book signing that our kids were coming home and they said, oh, we're going through hero training at school. And I said, what's that? And that's for if there's an intruder at school and like all the steps to go through and where to meet up with them if they get, you know, separated from school. And so now my daughter's thinking where she's sitting in her classroom, like she's closer to the door. If she's closer to where she could go hide in the best spot, like this is their mentality. Now this is like, I love that there's prevention, but the fact that this is even in their minds, like it was already in my mind, Starting with for when my daughter was in first grade was when um was it Newtown? Uh, the Connecticut shooting? Yeah. Yeah. And she was in first grade and that was a whole first grade class and that was like it just it hit home even more. I mean, of course it's gonna hit home with anybody, but that feeling like when you go pick them up at school that day was just very like fuck. Like why did I get so lucky I get to pick my kid today and they didn't and but after that, it's not something I brought up to the kids because there's no rhyme or reason for it. And if a person wants to do that, they're going to do it. There are certain things you can protect yourself with, but there are certain things you can't. I mean, and so with that, it was in my mind every single day I dropped them off at school. So I was telling my husband this the other day that like anytime I say goodbye to them, I don't. I try not to give them a half-assed goodbye and I try and be present in that moment. Because I never know if it's going to be the last time I see them, no matter where they're going, if they get into a car accident with grandma or if they're going with wherever with a friend and something happens. So I always try and give them that good goodbye. Not that that's going to make me happier at some point, but for, I don't know. I, I It's that thing where you say, I never got to give them a good goodbye is what people always say that they never get to do. And that's why I always do it. It's always in my mind and, I, and it sucks. But like, I just try and leave them on a positive note. I have nothing to add to that. A... Go ahead. <laughs> it's the road I didn't want to go down last week, except for I kind of did. And then obviously uh, just did. Speaking of dogs barking. So the trap dog origin story. I don't think I knew this. And of course, I didn't write down who asked the question, but I didn't realize it started with a fan phone call. Did you know this story? Yeah, she's mentioned it on the show before. And also, I'm sure I've heard it somewhere else and i think i've seen that clip on youtube from the live or the ustream uh so i'm sure it's out there if i can find it i'll post it on the facebook group but it it's been around yeah i forgot about i forgot about the ustream when i first started listening to her show that's when i started going back and watching those but i still have a hard time going back and watching anything on fucking youtube or anything i don't know why i have such a problem with it it's worth it because obviously you'll remember the trap dog origin story, which I'm going to reach out to him. He's going to be on here. He can tell us for himself. Um, but yeah, I, I would love it if she brought back fan phone call, whether it's a Patreon perk, which I think that might get more people to support her on Patreon. 
maybe it's part of that should have been something that was with the $50, like for you, instead of the outgoing message, it should have been fan phone call, like once a month or something, or maybe for the hundred instead of the sentence or whatever. Oh, and the person that won the eBay auction, I saw who it was on, on Twitter and I was like, aha, okay. They have not talked yet. And he was talking about, she said, do you want me, do you want to set up a phone call or do you want to do a fan phone call? And he said, doing it on the show would be fun. So we'll actually get to hear him. I think it's Todd Campbell or Tom Campbell, Todd Campbell, I think. So that'll be, it'll be fun if she kind of brings that back. I think what happens with the Thursday show, which I don't think she kind of meant to happen is she had all of these segments like with JMOs and fan phone call and topic sombrero. And then she was doing the advice thing. But when you have that many people doing a show together, you're not going to be able to get to all those things. So maybe that's why she doesn't do it as much. And the yes, please, bitch, please, and, and all of that stuff. Okay, so I just looked it up on um, YouTube. If you go to, I searched Allison Rosen Ustream, and apparently Tom Rapp on his YouTube channel has the videos. There's three of oh. them. It's about 30 minutes long in total. And Dustin Goot is wearing an aluminum foil sash and like a pointy hat. <laughs> um, and I'm sure they probably, it's probably from that. Um, but I will do some more research later. But yeah, this will be fun. <laughs> Maybe I will put a link in the show notes if people end up uh, ever reading those. And uh, we'll put it on the Facebook group if if we can do that. Okay, so Jay Inslee sent in asked her what her hobby or guilty pleasure is and i feel very sad that she really didn't have an answer <laughs> and he actually said besides sleeping and she really didn't have much of an answer which i don't know if it's just because being a new mom you kind of put a lot of your hobbies and loves and desires and passion for living <laughs> aside <laughs> could i laugh into the mic any more than that uh well i probably will Anyway, I felt kind of bad that she didn't really have um, a strong answer on that one. So we know that you have your extracurricular activities, but what would you say is your favorite hobby? I think for me, it started, with, well, before it was reading and doing art. And then I just really for 10 years did nothing. And then doing the podcast was the first thing that I did for myself and that became, it takes a lot of time to do it. So I feel like trying to make time for other things is hard, but but I'm slowly getting there. Although the whole being present thing and not having my phone next to me and reading is very hard now. So yeah. What would be yours? Well, I, f I feel much like Allison where I sure do love me a good sleep, but... Uh... <laughs> Um, I think I also have kind of gotten away from my hobbies. Like, I don't play guitar anymore. I don't DJ anymore. Um, so right now, I don't know if I have any hobbies other than drinking, which <laughs> is, uh, a legitimate hobby. Don't, don't get me wrong, but, uh, I don't know. I think I should look more into my, uh, I should look more into doing something creative because I know that for a while I've been thinking I need to do something creative. And the last thing I did was probably the shirt. So I don't know. But I do like learning how to do new things. So maybe I'll find something. And that's once cool. I get my sewing machine, you know, I'll yes. be I'll be into that heavy for a few months. I'm <laughs> sure. But we'll see. And that's not something you could do and drink 
typically. But you reminded me that I also really love writing and I have not done that. I will start. I have so many ideas for different stories and different whatever. And I just want to get them out, whether it, anybody ever reads it. I don't know. But just getting it out is what I want. And I was just talking to the to my husband about this because I said, I really just need to make time. I said, I made time for the podcast. So now I feel like it's something I can do. Like it's it's attainable. So I just need to go like I have this shed now, which is very comfortable. It's nice. It's it needs to be cleaned up still from from the group recording because I halfway cleaned it and now everything's just sitting here. But I just need to sit down and just start writing and just get it out of my system so that I can feel like if, if do I still love this or is it something that, you know, I really just don't like. But yeah, getting back into it. Like you said, with like playing guitar or DJing, or if you like learning new things, I feel like we get stagnant. And I think not just being a parent makes you stagnant. It just life does. And drinking a lot of alcohol instead of having a hobby like I do too. <laughs> um, and I've cut back. I've actually lost five of the six pounds that I gained. So I feel good about that. But I think... We just need to make time for, you know, you see like old people that don't do anything and then you see old people that do things because they never stopped or maybe they had the same conversation on a podcast one day and they got their You're shit right. together. I'm going to become a, a regular at the local bingo game. Oh my God. I have a, <laughs> you know, I have a sweater, right? <laughs> um, I don't know if I knew you had a sweater. Also, I don't know what that has to do with bingo. But uh... I do remember you saying that you guys would go to bingo a lot with the TNC. Yes, we had sweaters made. We were the bingo bats. <laughs> oh, just sit with that for a moment. And the Elks, we went to the, this is before I was an Elk member, but we went to an Elks Lodge in a different city that has bingo, which most of them do. Shocking. And everybody there hated us because <laughs> we were like laughing and we bring like big gulps full of alcohol and just be like, be one. Am I right? <laughs> oh, and also there is a guy there. <laughs> I feel bad making fun of him, but his name was Leapin' Larry. He had one leg and a lisp. I, I think we called him Leapin' Larry because we're assholes. Uh, Brittany, get back <laughs> to me on that one. But he had a lisp, so he would say, oh, thickthy thicks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an asshole. I, that was my old days. I don't think that's funny anymore, my present life. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We should totally fucking go to bingo when you're here next. It's so much fun. I mean, it's so much fun. It's pretty cool, I guess, if you're into that kind of thing. You see these people have like rituals and like they're insane and they would be like, we can't hear. And I'm like, oh, what? You can't see the screen. And then later I'm like, they probably couldn't. <laughs> Why don't I just keep talking and people be like, oh, she is an asshole. Cool. Okay. Speaking of that, Allison's relationship with alcohol, which I think literally has had this She's talked about this a couple of times recently, but she was talking about hangover cures. And then she was talking about what she does to pull an all nighter. Like she has all nighter combos, which I thought was disgusting. Also, we should probably give her some Dr. Pepper and was it good and plenties, which sounds disgusting. But I'm curious what I'm sure it's probably menudo. But what's your hangover cure? And do you have something so that you could you eat or do so that you can go all night? Or is it caution to the wind? Well, I, I mentioned on Saturday that we went pretty hard, and 
this was the first weekend back on alcohol after my almost month-long hiatus. So I think now I woke up actually not even that hungover. And I think the key is just water and food. Like if you have two drinks, like whenever whenever you go somewhere, get a water also with your drink. And you might not finish it at the same rate you're finishing the alcohol, but the fact that you're tossing it in there just makes a world of difference. So if I, I think I counted, I had like 11 or so drinks that night. Ew. Uh, I think I probably had like five waters at least. So just staying hydrated makes so much difference. And I wish I knew this years ago because I'm always bad with hangovers. Like I have them, I have terrible hangovers, but now I wake up and I'm like, I have a bit of a headache and I feel like I could use some food and some water, but not like before, before I'd wake up and I'd be like, I don't want to drink ever again. I hope I die. <gasps> so yeah, but no Dr. Pepper or no, no good in plenties either. Like also oh. how much caffeine is in Dr. Pepper? Cause like I'll drink a whole cup of coffee and I'll be like, I need like two more to wake yes. up. Yes. Yeah. There's no amount of caffeine in soda that's going to be like getting me a- anywhere awake. I, this morning, I think I told you that Trader Joe's coffee, it's called electric buzz. Holy crap. It's good, but I drink my coffee black. So maybe that's also, I don't dilute it with like girly cream and sugar but just kidding i'm only saying that because i know you do like most people uh i'm just being an asshole no but i knew a long time ago about ordering a water at the same time when we were going to the elks elks lodge all the time that was like okay we gotta start ordering waters all the time and then i would just tell the bartender because we were friends at that point you just be like Every time I order a drink, just give me a water. But and it's the best advice you can ha- you can besides not drinking to keep, to not have a hangover. But I forget about it all the fucking time, all the every time. I'm like, oh right, water, duh. And I love water, so I don't know why. I think a part of it, no, it's just I forget. I really think I forget. And eating is also the smartest thing. And if you go into it with no food, you're just going to be, you're done. Also now with the, can I say also 300 more times? The activated charcoal has definitely been a big helper. I've started not, I used to just take it every day just in case because I'm worried about getting food poisoning again and that supposedly helps it. But I'm slowly trying not to take it every day because I just want to use it if I've had a couple of drinks instead of, I don't think I'm, I, I've had it once in my life food poisoning. So the chances of me getting it again, I feel like I'll just take it right away. It's supposed to help. So I don't know. Yeah, I think you need help in more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> Truer words. Okay. Ooh, Ashley Bloodworth is online. Maybe she wants to talk. <laughs> mm. Hi, Ashley. Okay. Uh, Mary sent in the question, if you could have a meal every day of calories, or what would you eat if your calories didn't matter? And... It's funny that she says bread and butter, but like that's literally my favorite foods are bread and butter and salad. And I never really have bread and butter ever, but I think that would be my, I would eat it. I think brie and bread 
or brie and crackers and like butter and bread and salad. Those would be the, those would be my my last meal. Seriously, uh, what would be your every? We well, you probably don't even have to count calories anyway. Even though you're doing beach body, but you know, I didn't ask you. I was going to ask you if you wanted to weigh in and see how you're doing with that. But what would you eat if calories didn't count? Uh, I feel like I'm, I live that every day. I just eat garbage <laughs> at work. They give us garbage, so I eat a lot of free garbage. And uh, yeah. I mm, I don't know. I don't exactly watch what I'm eating, but at the same time, like, I do Must try to eat nice. chicken or turkey over anything else. Like, I'd rather eat chicken than a hamburger. In general, I probably do, too. Well, okay, if you eat whatever you want now, and maybe things will catch up with you, but you're probably one of those lucky people that has really high metabolism, what would be your last meal? Well, first of all, they are catching up with me and they have been for a while. Uh, I recently, I mentioned that I, there was a health day at work and they showed me my cholesterol. And although it's in the normal range, it is a bit high. Oh. Uh, and I'm only, oh, uh, very, very young. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 30. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'll be dead by 38, but still, um, my last meal, I feel like, not to quote Seinfeld, but I feel like it depends on how I'm going out, you know? Okay. What if you didn't know that it was going to be your last meal? As far as, okay, let me rephrase that. A lot of times I feel like if I knew I was going to be killed tomorrow, I probably wouldn't have much of an appetite. So it would kind of <laughs> be lost. But if you could have, like, you just, you know you're dying, you could have your last meal, you decide it, and then they kind of, like, do a men in black thing over you so you don't even know that you're going to be dying, and then you can just enjoy <laughs> it. Okay. Um. What would be? And you don't last? know you're gonna blow shit out of your asshole or like anything. Uh, <laughs> I would get a meat eater's calzone from Mama Alvino's, the place that I've been going to for fifteen or plus years. And then I would get. I would obviously be drinking a lot at the same time. Duh. What's my What's my favorite beer? Shit. I don't know. You could probably and have then, a flight of your favorite beers. I mean. Oh, that's true. So I'd probably be drinking my favorite beer. I'd be uh, having dessert would be some kind of gelato. I like a nice like coffee chocolate chip gelato that hits the spot. I would probably also get like some fried chicken and some mm, tamales yeah. and Ooh. some. Uh... Oh, you know what I actually really do like a lot? And this goes back to my childhood is the Arby's regular sandwich. Their roast beef is just so delicious to me. So I'd probably have a couple of those as well. Yeah, it'd be a real shit show <laughs> literally so it'd be like a buffet style of a little bit of everything type of thing oh yeah i think i would eat my weight in brie and butter and baguettes and and water crackers and then like a total old lady salad like a salad bar salad that has like tons of beets and garbanzo <laughs> beans and thousand island <laughs> like old lady fare <laughs> When you said old lady salad, I was picturing just iceberg lettuce with croutons. Oh, oh yeah. Lots of croutons. It would probably be iceberg lettuce, like the mix that has like cabbage and carrots in it. It would be less about the lettuce and more about everything, all the shitty toppings you can put on top. Probably some shredded cheddar cheese, like just everything that makes a salad not healthy. And champagne, maybe, oh, bottomless mimosas. And I actually do love water, so I probably have water and a Coca-Cola for sure. Not a bad way to go. It's not. I feel like for a while there, that's pretty much how I've been living as well, just eating whatever I want. <laughs> but it definitely shows. And 
this past like week and a half or two weeks or however long I've been trying to like focus on doing better and making better choices. It, it kind of goes back to the Patreon episode with Daniel. I think it was Leanne that asked about the drinking. Oh, I don't know who asked. Now I forget how she started cutting back on her drinking the way she kind of did it. And that's or smoking. Sorry. God, I can't get any of it right. So I wanted to try and do that with drinking. And you and I were talking about that last week where it's like, don't punish yourself and like call it quits. Like you just got to slowly like I'm not going to quit forever, but I'd rather have a a healthier relationship with alcohol, a healthier relationship with food, but food you have to eat, alcohol you don't. So it's harder, but just trying to be accountable for what I'm putting in my mouth is really what I'm trying to do. And if I want to have something that has a lot of calories, like today I was thinking I'm going to have something a little bit more. So I like tried to walk a lot more and burn more calories. I ended up not actually eating that. So I'm way under like a thousand calories today. And that's why my one glass of wine went to my head so quickly. Anywho, but if that's the other side of it, hey, I'm I'm on I'm running on E, but I can get a, a catch a buzz quicker. That's better. <laughs> there were like three times that I wanted to jump in with jokes uh, when you were going on, but I'm gonna leave it for. I'm sure everyone was thinking the same things. Putting stuff in my mouth was that what it was? <laughs> <laughs> that was one of them. <laughs> Being accountable. Okay, I, I only have one more question that I wanted to talk about. I don't know if you have any that you cared to talk about. Fake David Lynch sent in, sent in living in SoCal, why do you need seat warmers? I have a bone to pick. Here's the thing. People that don't live in California, I really hate how they say things like this because California is really big and it's very different depending on where you're at. Maybe you're talking about where Allison lives, but where I live in the wintertime at night, it gets into the low 30s. So when you wake up in the morning, if so, if you if you have to get up and get in the car, it's freezing outside and maybe you want your seat warmed. Also, we have mountains and snow and it's more than just a beach here. Okay, fake David Lynch. Also, I feel like I'm just as much of an asshole when I think that Jay Inslee and Lee Bruns live right by each other. So I will, I'm willing to take one. <laughs> I realize I don't know shit about other states either. Uh, I will say that uh, living in Colorado, seat warmers are a must. But also, like, yeah, in the morning, if it is like 40 degrees or whatever, I'm just out of the shower. And I'm like, ah, fuck it. Let's turn it on for a bit just to warm up the caboose. <laughs> I've never had a car that has this and the seat cooler. See, of course, everyone here has that. And I, it just makes me feel like I wet my pants. I don't understand why one part of your body needs to be cooler. Maybe it's supposed to cool off your whole body. I'm not sure. But and the seat warmer, I have no interest. I feel like let's just make our cars more safe. I, I don't know. But Allison likes uh, her to be warm and comfortable. And I'm sorry, FDL. Anyhow, anything else before we go on to Colonel's Colonel's? Nope. Sweet. Let's play some of those sweet, sweet words right now. Go ahead, leave the place a mess. Can I just have the money? It's not that I need a place to be clean. I had some metaphor right there. And something in your pants burst. I'm always shocked. It's always, that was seven minutes? We cannot trust my judgment. He can't walk. It's not his thing. We got your number, mister. And I think that's it. God love you, Colonel. Colonel Jeffrey. All right, let's talk about Thursday. We were her little Debbie Nutty Buddies sent in by Sarah Wagner on Patreon. I have to say thank you to Jen at Dulce CA 17. She texted me and told me, send in your carb, man. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. On Monday, I figured they probably weren't going to do it. So on Tuesday, I even set like an alarm for four-ish or five or something. And I just started refreshing it after, but then I just kind of forgot. So she texted me and I looked at the list. I sent one in. 
this is the one that stood out to me. I'm like, she's going to pick this one. I had a feeling she was. They are underrated. They're pretty tasty snacks, actually. Just like us, her fans, underrated. Just kidding. <laughs> Do you like little Debbie Nutty Buddies? Uh, No, I don't. <laughs> well, little Debbie in general is kind of like super shitty and waxy. Okay. I have to take it down, take it back because I haven't had one in, in decades. And my first, I was raised with like pretty much no sugar. Of course, I was allowed to have hot dogs in my pockets. If you don't know that story, you can go ahead and go back and listen. But when my parents got divorced, I had to spend every other weekend in a little town called Mineola, Texas. And my dad didn't know what to do with us. So he sent us to vacation Bible school, which I had never been to before. And they had some contests and that was one of the things that you could win was a nutty buddy so when i had this this was like the first time having like sugar and it was delicious like my mom would give us kool-aid with no sweetener and we would have like raisin bran was probably the sweetest thing that we had for breakfast but like having nutty buddies i was like oh my god these are amazing so they probably don't live up to the hype so when i was a kid we would always ask my dad for like a dollar and then he would give us each like a buck every day every day we'd just come up can we have a dollar really Yeah, so there was a hostess outlet behind our apartment and like a little down the block. And so we would walk over there and usually get like some Susie Q's or like every now and then I'd get a pound cake or something. And so I'm more of a hostess guy than a little Debbie guy. So if someone had said a hostess Susie Q, I would have been like, fuck yeah, man. I'm on board with that one. So you need to send that in. Yeah, I should. Um Also, sorry I didn't text you about this. I'm Mm -hmm. glad someone did because I didn't even know until Rachel was like, what should I do as a carb? And I was like, oh, is that what that was? Because I was busy cooking dinner and I heard my phone vibrate, but I didn't know what it was. So sorry about that. So you're not into the Little Debbie Swiss rolls, which is the ripoff of Suzy Q's, correct? No, because those are like actually rolled, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like the Suzy Q because they're like flat patty types. Oh. Okay. I like Little Debbie oatmeal pies. Those still stand up. When I had those when I was a kid, I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Those are really good, but the the cream filling is so sugary that my teeth (laughs) hurt just biting into it. Yes. Those are the only ones I think that are still good. My in-laws still get like the tasty cakes or not tasty cakes, the fancy cakes. And they're like those little white, like hexagon shaped vanilla cake little debbies and they're like waxy as sh- and it's like so much sugar and so much fat and it's not worth it it's not even good enough for that i agree hostess is much better anyway way to go sarah wagner you got a carb red on the thursday episode <laughs> i really didn't expect to talk about that that much <laughs> okay maybe i need more wine so apparently jordan gives good hugs I know I've shared my hug story when this show was JMO Patrol and I like hugs too. And I think it's funny that Allison was saying, you know, those people that give perfunctory hugs. I'm like, you mean like you? (laughs) I was thinking the same (laughs) thing. She gives like their Daniel was talking about his dad, like giving his dad a hug. It's like hugging Frankenstein. Hugging Allison is like hugging a wilted flower. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Like, she doesn't feel like, like, we've talked about this before, where I just thought it was the circumstances. Like, I'm a creepy fan. 
So you're going to give me like a weird hug. But then she's mentioned she gives weird hugs or that she doesn't commit to them. And someone else even, I don't know if it was David or a long time ago, was like, yeah, your hugs aren't really, you know, great. Or maybe it was Greg. I don't know. Anyway, I thought that it was funny that she kind of was like putting it out and not really accepting and remembering that she doesn't really give great hugs either. Uh, So Lisa, how are Jordan's hugs? Uh, I don't think I gave him a hug. I think i i don't even know if i shook his hand but now that i know that he likes hugs see here's the thing i like to hug but i'm not one of those people that's like i'm a hugger and just like force my hugs on people i wait until like people you have to know you know if they're into it or not you can't just force it on people but i also being that i'm top heavy i don't i know some guys are very into giving hugs and my next door neighbor that was missing this past weekend is one of those that gives you like a full body massage or massage (laughs) a full body hug where you're like dude i know what you're doing i'm not like this is disgusting and i smell like your cologne now but so I will go into it like my husband's dad is like six five, and so when I go to hug him, I know he's kind of he gives me those side those side sideways hugs, so you're not like there's no uncomfortableness, and it is a bit like hugging Frankenstein. But uh, so you have to. I know men are. I'm not. I, I think they kind of like they're either leery or and like creepy, or they like are really thoughtful about it, and they're like, I don't know how to go into this, so I don't know. Where are you on hugs? I don't hug very much, but um, when I, I know I I think I've noticed that w- just w- women are more likely to hug me than a guy, except for your husband, as we've talked about before. <laughs> um, and as as far as hugging, I remember a long time ago. I was seventeen, working at the post office, and like this older black lady told me something like. I know you want to hug because you want to feel my titties. And I was like, uh, the last thing I was thinking about was I hope this 50 some odd year old lady gives me a hug so I can feel those flapjacks. (laughs) 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 But, uh, yeah, sure. Hug me or don't. I don't really care. I don't know why. I I don't know if I necessarily like it in the process of it, but I think I'd never really thought about it before because I'm not like sitting there enjoying it while I'm hugging, but I feel like it's a friendly gesture probably more. It's the thought of it. So maybe we should just have thought hugs. (laughs) Uh, But next time I see Jordan, you know what I'm going to be doing. Oh, yeah. Full body massage. (laughs) Shit. He'll smell like my cologne. I got a really good hug over the weekend. Actually, one of the new neighbors gave me a hug when we were leaving. And I it was like, nice to meet you. And I never know when, you know, the first time you hug someone, you don't know. You, but she went in for the hug and it was a nice hug that wasn't creepy. It was like the perfect strength and like firmness, but not like creepy and not like wilty. It was like a good hug. So I'm like, wow, I got a really good hug this weekend. And then they talked about this. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Are you sure it wasn't a stop and frisk? <laughs> She wasn't patting you down for weapons. <laughs> She's like, do you have anything in your pockets that can poke me? <laughs> Drugs, anything? Yeah, I, I'm sure I fit the profile for some people <laughs> that are wrongdoing. They started talking about TV shows they talked about were Mind Hunters, Leftovers, Glow, 
Mr. Robot, Jessica Jones. I realized they were all shows I've never heard of before. So that's how far out of the loop I am. I was just like, I feel like I'm listening to like or watching a sitcom where they're like, oh, you want to go see Sack Lunch or whatever? Or I was like, are these made up shows? But I do feel like the reason why it's not just because I'm out of the loop and old, but I think it is. I think they talked about this on Jordan, Jesse Go or, oh, shit, I'm not going to know which episode or which show that Allison was on, but they were talking about too much TV. That would be Jensen Karp's Jensen podcast, Get Up On Karp. This. That's right. Okay. And they were talking about too much TV, and it's so true. We went from having literally no choices where we're watching, what's the two men and fucking... Two and a half men. <laughs> two and a half men. Like, I tried to watch it half an episode or an episode of App. Oh my God. I tried to watch an episode of that recently. I wasn't trying to. I think it was on in the nail salon. I was like, I can't even watch this. I'd rather look at the wall. Like, I don't know what the fuck people are watching this for. Why is this popular? But that's the choices that we had before. And now there's so much TV that you're going to miss it all. <laughs> it's, I guess it's a better place to be, but it, and, now it's a competition basically of you know there's so much to choose from that they're all going to be better than the next so i don't know do you watch any of these shows and do you think there's too much tv oh you don't even watch tv do you i don't think i watch any of the shows they mentioned but i do watch westworld with rachel we just finished season one other than that i don't watch that much tv no but yeah there is way too much tv and everything does sound like a fake show like when she said mindhunter i was like that one i've literally never heard of like everything else i heard of mr robot obviously jessica jones is on netflix but i don't watch that superhero bullshit oh is that uh, what it is thank god yeah. i don't know about it phew but, i mean yeah superheroes cool <laughs> <laughs> everything does now sound like a made-up show that is in another show yeah like channel or it's bs i know i'm naming movies but it's really all i have if I don't have a Seinfeld reference, what do I have? Exactly. So this was something I gonna I was going to mention, I think, last week with Trice. And I completely forgot about it because I said, oh, I'll talk about this later. They kept mentioning, well, she mentioned it on Patreon. And she kind of like touched on the fact that they bought a house. And they also kept touching on the fact that Daniel had a car accident. And I feel like neither of those things, they're both very important things in your life. <laughs> and they really haven't talked a lot about either of them. She talks more about her period <laughs> unless i just tuned out but i'm like do you know any of the details of this car accident first of all besides what now we heard on on the patreon thing but which wasn't a lot either yeah i pretty much just know what he mentioned on patreon basically the the names of the people that hit him <laughs> and then also with buying the house i'm like you guys have been talking about this for so long and now you're like oh yeah we have a house so Anyway, let's talk more about whatever it is. And I think these are huge things. Like, let's, you, we've been on this ride with you. It's sort of like being on the ride with her getting pregnant, where she was talking about all the time and it was like ups and downs and all of this stuff. And then when they were, they're like, okay, so we're pregnant. And it was like, what? <laughs> and it seems so like, eh, we'll talk about it a little bit, I guess. Yeah. The house stuff, I feel like maybe she's not like a hundred percent in love with the house and maybe that's why or maybe it's because of the experience she had with the people that sold them the house but maybe once they're moved in and everything's like settled she'll be able to appreciate it more and we'll get to hear about it some more because right now really what is there to tell well i guess she's told more this episode was the first time i felt like i got more answers like, it's for sure they bought the house. There's more answers about a lot of th stuff needs to be done. It's in Burbank. 
They have a cat living under the house. They have cool neighbors that have a welcome committee, which is fucking awesome. Like, that's where you want to live. You want to live in a suburban suburban home with, or a suburban neighborhood that is cool. I mean, there, there's lots that aren't, which most probably aren't. But that, I feel like, even though our house is pretty awesome, like, when we first saw it, it was like, this is the house. The neighbors that came with it and the life that we have outside of the house, like, it is like it multiplied how great it is to live here now. It's just like so much better. And we just got lucky because if it was on one street over, I don't think it would have been the same circumstances. It would be the same neighbors, but the way we met was all because of the people that live on this street. So it's just kind of, I don't know. It's, it's just a cool thing to have and be a part of. And I'm happy for her that they're inviting her over. And I can't wait to hear like, I wonder if any of them recognize her or, you know what I mean? Like, if she moved into my neighborhood, I'd be like, holy shit. <laughs> but I, I am curious to know, you know, if she was recognized or just getting to hear stories about the neighbors and if they are going to know that she's on a podcast, like how that will all work out and play out will be fun. Maybe because she lives in L.A., people recognize her, but they think she's podcast famous. She's not, like, movie famous, so why even mention it? True. Yeah, like, when I go to PodFest and I'm like, everyone around me can be famous and I don't even know. <laughs> or care. <laughs> oh, except for Allison, of course. Also, the cat under the house thing, I think, is sad and cute. I also think it's, of course, I'm just going to have a bone to pick. I love these uh, people who say that they are animal lovers, which really they mean they only like dogs. The real species is like, eh, we'll just get rid of it. It's like, if it was a dog living under the house, they would be talking so differently. And it's funny how if it's like a cute, cuddly, needy thing that gives you attention whenever you want, they're like, oh, it's so worth saving. Anyway... <laughs> That's, I didn't think of that, but that's kind of true. If it was like a little, little dog of any kind, they'd be like, oh my God, we have to clean it up and we're gonna, we have a new dog, essentially is what they would say. But because it's a cat, they're like, eh, you know, we'll take it somewhere. They'll take care of it, probably. Yeah. We'll just lock it out of its home and it'll find its way around somewhere. Yeah. It, it is funny because people are just like, I love animals. Like, eh, I don't think you do. <laughs> I think you like dogs. Anyhow. So knowing your audience before you say things is something that I thought was really funny that Jordan's like, are these people I can talk about my balls to her or are they not? And that is exactly the situation I was in on Memorial Day because I was like, well, how far do I go with these new neighbors? Like, I'm not going to bust out the C word right away, but one of our newer people that have joined the group, like after we've known her for like a year or something, I I, I try to get her to say cut. <laughs> And I don't know why it made me laugh so hard that I'm like, ooh, she just said cunt. And everyone's like, huh? <laughs> but with these new neighbors, I was just like, you kind of, I want to see who my who my people are. So I'll throw things out there and see what returns to me. But a lot of times it's a very uncomfortable feeling when it doesn't get returned. But this group of neighbors, like I can literally be myself and not even like care. And it's the best feeling to just feel like you could be yourself and like they may judge me behind i behind their closed doors but i keep getting invited to things and so hey i'm just gonna take it where it takes me but do you you probably have to do this at work obviously like you said you had like some seinfeld jokes that you like put out there and you're like hmm so you're not a seinfeld fan got it but do you have to do this in your daily life or do you just kind of like are you quiet I'm, I've mentioned to people before that 
I'm very different at work than I am outside of work. At work, I just want to do my job, interact as little as possible, and then leave because I hate it there and I hate everyone in that building. But I do have to think about that all the time because it's like when I do start to, for whatever reason, you have to hang out with one person more, then you like start to see their personality a bit more and then you can kind of gauge like, oh, well, this kind of joke would probably go over well, but not this kind of joke. So I do kind of dial it back and you know try to feel out what i can say to each kind of each person but for the most part when i joke with people it's because i like them and i dislike everyone that i work with do they think that you're gonna be the one to come shoot up the office if they don't think that they're very wrong (laughs) (laughs) uh back when before i switched over to the job that i'm currently doing when i was like just in the warehouse i was so fucking miserable and often i would just think tonight's the night i'm airing it out but no that's i'm joking i would never shoot up my workplace it's just a waste of money yeah over the weekend it's funny because the guy that made the horrible drink uh he's an accountant and he's really funny and like he's very he was very quiet for so long and now we're finding out like He's just a very funny person. And then he told me that, like, he told me that I'm the funniest woman he's ever met. <laughs> Which I know being an accountant, he probably doesn't meet too many. But I was like, thank God. Like, when someone gets you and for him to always be laughing at my jokes, I'm like, okay, it feels good to be to be received. And, like, somebody understands your jokes. And usually they're off color and they there's, like, you know, I talk about... <laughs> It's lowbrow, obviously, but so I'll say like the most inappropriate things and he laughs and he thinks it's funny and he's the one that put in the the secret wiener on the little sign for his drink. And I said, oh, do you hide, do you hide wieners in your spreadsheets at work? And he just stared at me and didn't laugh. And really the funny part is, is he probably doesn't have to do spreadsheets and I don't even know what that even means. I was trying to be like office related humor and wiener humor. And he just stared at me. I'm like, that's the first time I've said a joke and he didn't laugh. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, now it's bothering me. I'm like, oh God, I hope I didn't, I hope I didn't insult him. Although I've never had to feel that way before. But I think like, what if I did? And he's like, oh, I thought we were friends. But now you're making fun of my work. Like that's separate. That's separate from my home crazy life. I don't know. I'm overthinking it. See, Lisa, that's why you got to leave on a high note. Oh, I have not learned from George Costanza. By the way, I have to tell you my one of my own epiphanies. Allison's not the only one to have them. Literally this week, I think it was during the live stream. I saw your name that you're were, you were obviously part of it. So I saw your name and I'm like, it's so close to Costanza. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, it literally looks like if you could try and spell Costanza in Spanish, it'd be Castaneda. I don't know. It was like, you find yourself to be the most like George, and the fact that your last name is similar to his last name, like, I never, obviously it's not exact, but I just saw your last name and I was like, oh, that's similar to Costanza. Yeah, I think it's closer to Canstanja than Costanza. And I'm fine with it because I've mentioned before, I'm definitely a George. That is my Skype picture. That is That's who I'm looking at right now. Canstandia. You saw I changed my Twitter account to Canstandia. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I changed it from outside cucumber to Seinfeld fan. No, Seinfeld friend. 
there was an episode that I was watching where he was trying to get up into somebody's apartment. I forgot what it was. And and he's like, who may I ask is is, is here or whatever. And he said, Seinfeld friend. I'm a friend of Seinfeld's. And he said, Seinfeld friend. I'm like, oh, that's my new, that's my new name. That's my new name for the Twitter account that I'll never be on. <laughs> Much like Buff Cat or whatever they were talking about today. I'm like, <laughs> Allison says she doesn't have time for another account. She fucking does. It's, it's fun to have those kinds of accounts. But I've, I think I have like, I don't even know how many I have. I was thinking about getting rid of most of them now and just keeping the ones that I want for future podcasts. But Someday Twitter might not exist anymore. So, you know, speaking of Jordan, he has a new podcast called Bubble. And I don't think I've heard any scripted. Oh, I've heard one scripted podcast and that was a little rough to listen to, but it was actually kind of good. Uh, but this sounds awesome and I'm totally excited to listen to it. It comes out June 13th. I already looked it up. I couldn't find it on my podcast app so i don't know if it's just not out there yet until it's released i don't know how that works but anyway it sounds really good i actually right before we recorded i wanted to hear it so i went to maximumfun.org and it's i thought there would be like a big banner at the top of their website but it's not their website is i'm gonna say it a bit lackluster but if you click on shows and then click on comedy and then scroll down about four or five podcasts, then you'll see the picture for Bubble. And I listened to the trailer and I'm not going to lie, I wasn't wowed, but oh, really? I will give it a shot because this was just a very short, like two minute clip of the first episode. Hopefully it, it gets a little better. Well, uh, the trailer is supposed to be the best part <laughs> to reel you in. Right. That's what I thought. But I think it was just like literally the first two minutes of the first episode, which I mean, if you think about it, like if all you saw of The Godfather was a dude telling him about how his daughter got beat up, you'd be like, what the fuck is this movie? This movie sucks. So I'm going to give it a shot once it comes out. And I have hope it's got a lot of stars. It's got Jordan Morris, who I like. Uh, it's got it's he wrote it right. So I like him on the show. He's a funny guy. So I have high hopes, but don't listen to the trailer and think, <laughs> don't don't base your opinions on that. It would be unfair. I won't. I will just go in fresh. I it just dawned on me though, the reason why like I like it's Mike Mitchell, right? From Doughboys. Is that his name? Yeah, he's one of the voices, yes. And also Jordan and there was someone else that I recognized, but then I was thinking it's scripted. The reason why I like Mike Mitchell and Jordan Morris is because they're hilarious and witty and they say things. It's like on the spot improv funny. It's not scripted funny. So just their voice. This better be a good script, Jordan Morris. We're going to be listening, though. And we'll tell you all. We'll tell you exactly how we feel when it comes out. <laughs> uh oh, I'll still take a hug, though. All right. <laughs> Do you have anything else from Thursday before no. we talk about JMOs? Okay. Before we talk about JMOs. Support Allison. Obviously, go to AllisonRosen.com and support her. I hear that Omaha Steaks are back. I'm thinking about possibly getting them. I don't know. It seems like a Christmas thing, but that is a good Father's Day gift. So uh, that's exciting. Also, she put out a call. She wants you to tell a friend about Allison Rosen is your new is your new best friend. I told a friend. I told Brittany. She now listens. Retweets. I retweet her every single week. I would love it if she mentioned that one person does all of these things. I'm just kidding. Uh, nobody needs to know my name. I'm just fan Lisa. Okay. Also fan art. I have not done this yet, but I will. I am working on something. Anyway, it's a call to Allison people. 
that she wants all of these things. It, it, it literally costs you nothing to retweet and tell a friend, really. I'm looking at you, Rafi. Also, she didn't mention it, but leave her five stars on iTunes because it helps her out. You better do all of these things tonight, Rafi. It's your homework. <laughs> I <laughs> should write a review. And I do actually have an idea for the next thing I will make, but it's just Ooh. the thought right now. I have an idea for something, too, that will be easy, something like merchandise-wise that I want to exist, so I'll do that. But I also want to come up with some sort of fan art. It's going to be hard to, to get anything close to Superfan Megan's art, but all right, let's talk about JMOs. Did you pick a JMO? Uh, yes. Okay. So the JMO that I picked was an indirect JMO from Joe Randazzo. No matter how much I'm enjoying any concert, I still always just kind of want it to be over. I have felt this before, uh, and I do think it has to do with being old as fuck and tired <laughs> of standing. No. And like I'm like usually hungry and there's annoying people around me. And I think it has more to more to do with that, because I feel like if there was no one else there, I would just be like, oh, this is perfect. Now I can enjoy this. I can sit down. I don't have to stand. And there's like some guy bumping into you and you can't see over this woman's head in front of you. Like everyone has their phone up. And I'm just like, ah, I like it. But God, I can't wait to go home. I picked the same JMO. I have been like this since I was probably in high school or a little bit after. <laughs> I, and it was nothing to do with being old. Now it probably is. Now I'm like, I'm not even going to go. Unless it's a friend and they're playing, then I, then I could be into it. Because they really like bring you into the show and it's fun. But I get so fucking bored. And I think you're right. There's part of it is, it's never about hunger. Uh, it could be about standing. It could be about my surroundings. With like the, There's always the asshole. I feel like I always stand next to the asshole. But really, I am just like, ugh. I'd rather just be listening to the CD at the time or the tape or whatever. Like, I just, I don't know what it is. I feel bad that Allison feels that way with everything in her life. I certainly don't have that. I try and, no, I don't try and do anything. I just feel like this is the thing that I would try. We would go to shows all the time and I would just think, why am I keep, why do I keep doing this? I don't enjoy it. And I feel bad. Like, I just... I just feel bad. Like the opening band gets all of my attention. It's usually the shitty band. And by the time the band that comes out that I'm excited about is like, ugh. okay. Also, I just actually I'll take that tiny bit back. The last show that I went to, I enjoyed myself so much, but there was a difference. They served dinner there. You're sitting at a table. So maybe that's part of it. <laughs> and somebody's bringing you drinks. <laughs> Maybe that is part of it. But in general, I'm usually pretty bored. I will say that I think that also is a problem. I hate when there's like two or three opening bands before the band you want to see. But at the Hyam concert, the first opener was a gal named Lizzo. And I think everyone should look her up because she was super fun and funny and energetic. And she's got some bangers. And then the second band was some lady named Maggie Rogers. And me and Megan agreed, like, this was a real fucking snoozer. So I, it just depends on who it is. But yeah, same. I don't want to sit through a bunch of fucking bands when I have the energy. And then by the time the band I like gets on, I'm, I'm, I'm pooped. I'm oh, old. Yeah. And the worst is when they're like, oh, headliner comes out at midnight. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. God. Um, let backtrack a second. What's a banger? 
No, a banger. That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said beggar. Oh. You know, when that shit bangs. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, is this a new term for boobs? And I don't ever hear you talking about boobs. (laughs) Oh, no? She's got some bangers! Uh, (laughs) And then I thought, maybe that's this cute term for, like, her bangs. (laughs) (laughs) And <laughs> no, she's got bangers like her songs bang. She uh oh. I know you prefer to say slaps. Um What? <laughs> yeah, you're always saying, "Oh, Rafi, I was listening to that um Dolly Parton song and damn, that shit slaps." I either say like, that or I say it's crackling. <laughs> I don't know which one. <laughs> either way, none of it. The only thing I think about bangers is like bangers and mash. That's a good some good shit. <laughs> Any form of wiener, you're all over it. I know. Damn it. <laughs> I think that's a good place to end it on, bangers. If you'd like to be on the show, email bffancast at gmail.com. Join us on the private Facebook group, the Best Friends Fancast. It's pretty fun. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast. Follow me at jmos and bffs. Lil Rafi, where can we find you? You can find me at RMC Guitars. And if you have a recorded message, like a, a little thought you had about one of the shows that you wanted to get onto our show so we could hear it, but you don't want to be on the show completely because you're private, you got better things to do, send it to the BFNcast at gmail.com or get in touch with me or Lisa on Twitter or Facebook. We'll get that little clip on the show. Also, check out Bubble on June 13th. Also, if you have any questions for Natalie Del Conti, I think she is going to be the next guest. Guest that has been canceled a few times a uh, long time history with allison if you have questions for her get them ready for twitter in case she tweets that out also i need book recommendations i need something that's not too heavy don't give me a fucking boring ass book that's 700 pages i don't want to i don't want a fucking series of books where it's like you know the first of nine books don't give me that harry potter bullshit none of that fucking no james patterson but I just need a book that I can read because I'm doing one book a month and I totally forgot this month is over. So send me your book recommendations and if they suck, I'll try to let you know in a kind way. You can just go rent Breakfast at Tiffany's and just say you read the book for this month. Mm, Not a bad idea. Uh, that's also a great idea. Book rep- recommendations. I know you want, you want, you're all about Michael Crichton. I feel like Bruce by Don would probably have some good recommendations. And how about if I do like a Russian roulette on my bookshelf and pick one for you? I've seen your books and <laughs> mostly they have, uh, guns and cash inside of them. So, but oh, you know what? If, if I don't like any book, uh, that, you guys recommend i'll probably just read the next book in the james bond series because i've only read casino royale so i'll just keep going clearly that would make me snooze that would be my james marshall james patterson (laughs) (laughs) the guy who discovered gold in california (laughs) also a character on twin peaks Oh boy. Also, guess what? I'm going to see you in like 16 days or 17 days. I can't believe we're going to be in Georgia in a couple of weeks to see Jenna's stand up. We have to take a lot of pictures as per Allison Rosen's request on the live stream. I'm su- super, I'm super excited. We're going to try and record a little something. I might bring my Zoom. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, I totally forgot about that when you said, I'm going to see you in like two weeks. I was like, oh shit, where? <laughs> Like uh, and your nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know. I forgot about it too until you said that's the end of the month. I'm like, shit, it's already going to be time for that. And I forgot you're going to be there. But I know it every time. Anyway. All right. BFFs, I fucking love you. Thank you and good night. I, I definitely think you, you have one of the cooler audiences in podcasting.